traps entice. A world where death is a revolving door. Welcome to the Geek Matrix. Did you uh, hear that? No. <laughs> oh, interesting. Well, the rest of the world did. So, uh, this is the show, man. All right, all right cool. The, I guess the, the music went off. <laughs> it, it, it did. <laughs> all right, well, I could not hear us. <laughs> well, that's perfectly fine. Well, hello, everybody. <laughs> it is the DC Comics Review Show number 158 as you just heard me say prior during the intro music this is the geek matrix the world's greatest comic show about the world's greatest superheroes and as i've already said it's rob here joining me as always is my wonderful co-host josh with the dad joke (laughs) hello hello are you obsessed with wonder woman with supergirl with batwoman if so you may be a heroin addict. Uh, <laughs> okay, that was a good one. That was a good one. I'll give you that. <laughs> yes. And if we're talking Jessica Cruz, then yes, I'm a heroin addict. <laughs> For sure, right? Yeah. Yeah. All right. So we are streaming. So. Yeah, that was not meant to be a Jim Carrey mask impression. Just kind of came out that way. <laughs> we are streaming our podcast this week and every week going forward, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, we're, we're getting into the streaming game. I, I see a lot of other podcasts have been doing that recently. And it's been a thing a lot of podcasts have been doing for years. It is. We figure why not get in the game as well. We're here. We're going to have a lot of fun. Uh, are, the, are these going up on YouTube after as well? They, uh, we are live streaming to Twitch and YouTube as we speak. All right. And if I remember right, when you live stream on YouTube, it converts to a video after. So it should get posted to our account directly after the stream is done. Or if I remember within 24 hours or something like that. It's pretty close. We'll also be releasing the video podcasts on spotify as long as well as the regular podcasts on spotify and everywhere else right on so if any of you have wondered what we look like and you haven't seen one of our live streams before here's our ugly mugs sorry (laughs) yeah uh (laughs) all right well if you don't know by now and i don't know why you wouldn't if you want to know how to reach us, we do have a website. And if you don't know that website's address, which by now I don't know why you wouldn't unless you're a brand new listener, it's thegeekmatrixpod.com. And on that page, which has been revamped recently, you have links to all our social medias, podcasts, and bonus stuff, including a link to our Discord, where you can subscribe for two ninety nine a month in the U.S., <laughs> <laughs> or even uh, our Substack for our text reviews, all sorts of stuff on there check it out if you haven't yet even a bit of information on all of us hosts as well uh everybody in the network which is really cool i might want to update my photo actually i don't know what photo i have on there now 
Oh, hell. I took them all down. It was uh, getting everything all lined up and, and organized and everything was seriously so hard. And yeah. then when I made one adjustment, it took me three days to fix it. So I was just, if you want to know what we look like, if you want to hang out, you have to watch the podcast and you have to come in and hang out in our Discord. Exactly. Yeah. That's all it is. Very simple. Um, For a heroin addict. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so what's what's going on, man? Like, what's uh, what's new in the world? Oh, um, not, a, not a lot. Uh yeah, I guess um, my, I'm I'm talking a little slower. I had a uh, quite a um, event here a uh, little over a week ago when uh, Rob and Brandon had to take over, but um, I'm back and uh, gonna keep plugging along because uh, if who else is gonna tell these comics that they're a piece of shit? Brandon and Rob are too nice. <laughs> we, we like them. I love them. That's why I get mad when they let me down. Me knocking the, down the bad comic books. Right. <laughs> Ooh. So I've been paying attention to um, McFarland today because it's sort of their summer showcase. Nice. Uh, and they just posted another one 41 minutes ago. The, uh, Batman 66. I don't even know what this is. <laughs> I think it's a space suit. Oh, no. I don't know if you can see it there. Oh, wow. Yeah, that looks like his... No, I don't think it's a space suit. I think that's scuba his. Suit? I think that's his scuba suit. Yeah. 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 I I remember that episode. I don't think he went to space. Yeah, thinking about it now, like that might have been a little too out there for Batman in 1966. Which is quite saying quite a lot. If yeah. uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you've well, ever was, seen Batman say, 66. Yeah. I was gonna send you and Brandon a link. They posted the, the, all the the videos of the releases that they they showed at San Diego Comic Con, yeah, including a bunch of new ones for the superhero or superpowers line, uh, the five inch figures. They're not superposable, but they're just cute little classic type action figures. Uh-huh. I've got a John Stewart one. It's actually quite nice. Uh, but they they're doing. Um, uh, I'll send it to you. But they got they got some Batman figures coming out, including. Uh, the the worst Nightwing costume, <laughs> <laughs> the one that was after Disco Bat with the the yellow mm-hmm. collar, and as well as uh, the best Tim Drake costume. Oh my goodness! Yeah, Brandon is going to dive for that Nightwing. <laughs> I, he'll be going into his LCS swinging with elbows everywhere. <laughs> Give me my night. <laughs> That's awesome. I really need to take a look at and and and, and see this one. Yeah, I'll send it to Discord right now. Excellent. Uh, yeah, and that's 
I think that's all that's been like really interesting this week. <laughs> right, huh? That's... I've got I've got my Alan Scott figure coming soon. It's in the mail. Sweet. On the way. All right. So I have no idea what that is supposed to be. I mean, I'm gonna. It looks like a spacesuit, but I mean, I don't remember that at all. Batman sixty six thing. Yeah. Yeah. All of the... Oh, gosh. I hate browsing stuff on a... I don't want to log in Instagram. I'll look at it later. There <laughs> <laughs> yeah, some interesting stuff coming down the line from them, I gotta say. Oh, I... man, that leak you shared. A couple oh, God, of those yeah. are gorgeous, yeah. man. So, if you're a figure collector and... For some reason, you want to avoid spoilers. Spoiler alert! <laughs> right. Uh, Firestorm, Hawkman, and Sinestro. Hell yeah! My dream of a JLI is getting closer. <laughs> and closer. Yes, sir. That uh, that Sinestro figure, though, I need that Sinestro figure. Yeah. I see. I can't tell if I like it or not well, from that, the picture. That I wouldn't trust the picture. It's just a pre-render. That's what I mean. I or render of it's not it's not what it's gonna look like after it's finished. Like it's just uh basically a promo image to say that this is what's coming. Right. But the the mold is going to look very different. That's fingers crossed, man. Yeah. I but that want... Hawkman the, the the costume they have for Hawkman there is the costume they're going to go with. While that, that not that's... may be that may not be the final figure, but that's still the the, the design they're going with. Need to lay off on the abs and give him a shit ton of chest hair, and he'll be yep. good. Um, well, considering Parallax, how Jordan had black hair, I don't think that's gonna happen. <laughs> yeah, there, there's some minor issues with some of these figures that they just change things, and nobody has any idea why, and we kind of just have to deal with it. Well, that's no good. I'm not a big yeah. fan of that idea. <laughs> Um, yeah. yeah, not at all. But what one? Let's see. Yeah, Hawkman, I think, looks good. Firestorm and Sinestro, I think, probably will. I don't know. I thought that one was Green Lantern Joker, but I guess you uh, you corrected me on that one. Yes, uh, Hal Jordan from DC versus Vampires. Ah. Which seems like that should be released in its own set, but you know, I mean, whatever. Yeah. Well, Black we, Lightning we looks Superman cheesy. Super, 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 is it? I think yeah. Superman from DC versus Vampires now is out now. And yeah, now and Jordan coming, so I, they're probably doing like a pseudo line. I want to say that there's another one that's already out. I could be wrong, though. I, I want to say Wonder Woman. Okay, because I was thinking one of the boys, one of, like, Dick or or, 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 or Jason or one of them. But oh, I could be there. wrong. Yeah, I don't remember. Plus, there's all the deceased line that I could be yeah. confusing it with. Yeah, which that that wasn't McFarlane anyway, but it would go really well with my DC style Jordan. Which right, 
now I'm trying to remember where he is. Because <laughs> I don't, I just realized, I don't think he's on my Green Lantern shelf. Oh, no. What? Wait, Mistakes where? Mistakes have been made. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Where's my Hal? Where the hell is my Hal? Nah, it's going to bug me now. <laughs> um, I didn't okay. take it. I'll look for it after the show. This would be a bit concerning, because I know he's not on my bookshelf, because I rearranged <laughs> it last week. The Illuminati huh. came in and stole them. Huh. Okay. That's not good. Where did it go? Uh, <laughs> fuck. Okay. <laughs> it's going to really bug me, because I love the texture on that figure. Um... Yeah, so when I find it, it's going to look really good with my zombie Hal Jordan from DC. Sounds good, man. Yeah. Sounds and good. And I guess technically with my Black Lantern figures, technically, even though none of them are Hal Jordan, but you know. They probably look pretty good with my death metal figures, too. I think so. I think our DCs, my DCs should go up against your death metal and see who wins. <sighs> We need to bring back the guys who did the uh, the celebrity death matches. Oh, I can tell you right now who'd win. Death Metal. <laughs> if you remember, at the end of Death Metal, Batman was wearing a black ring. He controlled oh. Black Lanterns. Dang, got me. Yeah. So right off the, the bat. Blackest Night would just lose. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Which is a shame, but it's going to happen. What are you going to do? Exactly. I know what we could do, though. What? Could get into some books. Yay. I like that idea. <laughs> uh, did you want to do the honorable mentions? Do you want me to take it? Um, I can uh, talk about them more in the bonus show, but this week we had... Uh, some Night Terrors books that are going to be moseying their way over. Uh, Black Adam number two, uh, Poison Ivy number two, and Ravager number two. One of those got an 8 out of 10. The other two decidedly did not. Uh, so you're going to have to tune in to find out which ones that were. Uh, for the remainder of this week's Night Terrors. Um, also had the Sandman Universe Nightmare Country Special Thessaly number one. It's awesome. Tune in to find out more about what I think about that. Peacemaker Tries Hard number four. I've been a little down on this one, but I've changed my, my, my point of view on it. And... Uh, it it almost got an eight this week, and then, um, coming in at a whopping nine point five Ooh. is Young Alfred Pain in the Butler. It's oh nice. Uh, you won't believe it, but uh, it it really is good. And again, I'll get into that more on the on the bonus show. Is that a YA book? It is. Okay, right on. Yeah, some of those are really a lot of fun. 
This like, is it's, it's marketed as a YA book, but realistically, it's all ages. This one for sure, yes, it is for the most part. The YA is because it might tackle stuff that ain't there for kids like fifth yeah. grade and earlier. But 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 oh, but, yeah, but like, um, I, I, this I just put the one on all ages, like yeah. you don't have to be a young adult. Yeah, to read it like you could be an adult and enjoy it it's very much like Saturday morning cartoons it's like designed for a kid but all that humor that's there and stuff every Batman fan will gobble it up yeah but uh, that's it for the extras that uh, that came out this week anyway right on yeah I should check that one out you 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 definitely should. You definitely should. I, I've only read two of those so far, and you can probably guess what they are. And I've, I enjoyed the two that I read: um, Green Lantern Legacy and Green Lantern Alliance. They were both really good. Oh, for the YA books. Yeah. Yeah. They 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 are pretty good. Um. Jessica Cruz's book was really well was done really well. Oh, she had one. Yes. Oh, okay. I gotta check that out too. Yep. You should. It, that that's another one that's 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 really good, man. Perfect. All right. Uh, so we'll get into our main reviews now. Starting off with a brief intrude. In, Intrude? I was going to say intrude. I was also going to say interlude, but it's not even an interlude. (laughs) Uh, A brief respite, I guess. In Night Terrors, with the Joker, number two. Um, Written by Matthew Rosenberg, with art from Stefano Raffaele, colors from Romulo Fajardo Jr., and letters from Tom Napolitano. Uh, Very simply put, uh, Joker is apparently, secretly, dressing up as the Batman when he's asleep he's sleepwalking and putting on the batman costume that is hanging up in his closet uh on the dead deceased corpse of batman <laughs> who, thought, who thought that was a good idea you know um he has no clues doing this despite the fact that his wife lena luthor <laughs> and son right. uh just always Albert like was his trying name? to figure out they just think it's a bad dream um, and it's a dream within a dream, man. This is becoming Jokerception, and I don't know how I feel about it. <laughs> how is he sleeping in a dream? You know? Well, haven't you ever dreamed that you were sleeping and had a dream before? Like, but, you were, well, that's, that's you were dreaming about but, a dream, and then you woke up and you're still so actually dreaming? The thing is, he's not dreaming within a dream. He's dreaming that he's going to sleep, and then sleepwalking. Yeah, okay, and he's aware well, of him dressing up as Batman? So, I mean, who knows, man. It's There's really weird. Not a lot I can do to defend any of this story. Oh, I'm not even... I'm not even <laughs> I just, like... It's really, confu- it's really weird. Anyway. Yeah, it, it, it really was, because, I mean... It's silly. Yeah. But that's the point. It's, it's just... I'm... I'm honestly nitpicking. That's all it is. Uh, I there's, mean, no, there's no logic to it. Without, it's a Joker book. There doesn't have to be. <laughs> yeah, without jumping ahead in your review. Yeah. I mean, there's 
Well, go ahead and finish, and then the yeah, listener will we'll, we'll be able to hear. Yeah, for sure. Um, so during his day job at Wayne Enterprises, Joker has made his way up the corporate ladder, even so far as conducting interviews with prospective new employees, which also happen to be various members of Batman's rogues gallery, because they know he's the Joker, despite the fact that he seems to have forgotten that, and they know that he's just hiding out there for whatever reason, despite the fact that he's not really doing that. <laughs> he just got bored of crime. So they want to work at Wayne Enterprises, too, to lay low and get off of Bat's radar. Makes sense. Despite the fact that Joker is still not convinced Batman is still alive because he's hanging up in his closet. Yeah. Uh... Yeah. <laughs> So, as time goes on, he gets a little meeting with Bruce Wayne. We all know what you're thinking, but Joker doesn't know that. Um, mm -hmm. And right. this Bruce Wayne is dressed up in a purple, like... He's wearing... He's wearing, he's wearing the... The, the outfit from the Killing Joke. Yes, thank yeah. you. I was yes. trying to remember what that hat was called, though. Yeah. Oh. But I don't remember. Uh, Joker's Killing Joke hat. Yeah. <laughs> That's fair. Uh, and fair Bruce enough. is just being really friggin' weird um, and asking about Batman and, and what Joker's up to and how he can't joke anymore and just didn't really go anywhere with it, but it freaked Joker out. He gets home it's like, and finds his son yeah. has discovered Batman's corpse. He's acting very Joker like Bruce's. Yeah. Like he he's he invites Joker over for dinner. Says, "Is there any allergies you have?" He says, "Shellfish." The entire dinner is shellfish. Then it turns out that Bruce is also allergic to shellfish. <laughs> it's I don't know, man. Joker's worst nightmare is that he's got a day job and moonlights as a violent Batman and then wakes up realizing he needs Batman. Yeah. I mean, we've heard that so many times before. It's something that I like. I just I I don't see the need for it to be explained on the page, you know? And Yeah. It ended up feeling very boring which is odd for rosenberg he wrote this right yeah yeah um i still love the art but i feel like the book kind of let me down and i thought i thought that this would be one of the, the the good ones did you think it was funny did it land for you i i thought it was funny especially near the well, not not funny near the end, but like near the end, it got a little more interesting because uh -huh. uh, the Joker then tries to host a trap for Batman, uh, and then ends up getting tired and then becoming Batman. But his goons are attacking him, and his goons try to save him, and then he wakes up in the real world with Grundy and the ventriloquist and a few other people, and then he goes back to sleep. Yeah. Um, which is very anticlimactic, but that's what you're getting in a in a dream world book. You're not going to have much of a climax. <laughs> yeah. um, that's not an excuse. 
uh, well, I wasn't expecting a climax because it was never really a problem to begin with. Right. This was just the Joker having a dream. The, the, yeah. There was no larger story behind it, which no. That this this one like this two issue part self two issue series. I I out of okay comparing it to all the other Night Terrors tie-ins. Yeah. It's at least in the top ten for me. Yep. Um, for sure. Well, I mean, I, I have to look at all of them again to like see where it ranks, but I did enjoy it. There's the humor. There's not enough of them to put them together in the top ten. Like maybe a top five, and then the rest blow. Well, if I'm ranking <laughs> top each, three, all twenty-two, <laughs> I'm gonna rank them. Jesus, all right? are there really twenty-two? Is that the actual number? Yeah. <laughs> Somebody stop them. Well, at least we're on the second half now. We've reached the second issues. I'm. It's. It's. Some I of them can't are handle it. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, trust me. I I was feeling the fatigue last week. It was just. It's too much of the same story all at once, and it's it's so hard to just care that much about a story that will have very little impact. Very little to no impact whatsoever, and we're already seeing proof of that in the books themselves, man. Um, yeah. I hate to be a dick to uh, one of my typically more famous or fa favored uh, creators with Rosenberg uh, taking the weird and crazy and making it wonderful and uh, I had to give him a 6.75 this let me down well then <laughs> uh, I so like I was saying I still enjoyed it I gave this an 8.5 uh, because I got sucked into the the the, the dark humor of it all. Uh, I, very I think that just times. went over my head, missing out on the macabre humor. Yeah, I didn't. Um, and even just there was some some stuff that wasn't even macabre humor. It was just almost slapstick, which also kind of fits Joker. Like that that pan that that page where he's interviewing Mr. Freeze, and he goes, "So Mr. Freeze, as in his last name F R I E S," uh -huh. and Freeze goes, "Freeze, Freeze, 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 Freeze." What am I saying? Freeze. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> he's saying just, it, it with reminds an me of um, Austrian accent. <laughs> Nik Nikolaj from uh, Brooklyn Nine Nine. <laughs> oh jeez. Nikolaj. <laughs> my name is Sancho's. Yeah, it's that that got me. I thought that was funny, and right. stuff like that, and and the very macabre humor that uh, really brought me around to this book. And the Ma art was really good, Ma even though it ultimately went to nowhere. Um, to be fair, that's most of the Night Terrors tie-ins. <laughs> they're not going anywhere. No, they're um, not. So at least this one was fun to read while reading something that was ultimately pointless. True enough. Yeah. Um, hey, 8.5 hey, I didn't get my score. Hey, Frenchie. You know that you pronounce it Les Miserables, right? Yeah. Well, macabre doesn't have the R and the end of it. It I is know. also a French word. You're, you're macabre. 
No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you, I didn't see it coming. <laughs> Call me Frenchy. Just like my grandfather's from Quebec. I got good pushing in Quebec. Yeah. <laughs> I got good uh, Putin. Oh, Putin's. No, Putin. No, Putin's. You're saying Putin. it wrong. I'm saying it the French way, Mr. That Frenchy. Is, that's, that's the wrong way. <laughs> it's French. <laughs> Putin. That's only useful in France and Quebec. Yeah, that's where Putin is from. He's from Quebec. Ah, I don't care. I'm going to put that on Montreal. With, which is... In Quebec. In Quebec. But, but, but the rest of Quebec doesn't count. Montreal is just, you know, kind of douchey. Because, you know, sometimes if you go places and you can't read French, they get you a little bit of a side snub. But, 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 but I like Montreal. Just the rest of it, I've seen too much letter, Kenny. <laughs> so so the thing about that is and i i'm only speaking as somebody that that is loosely associated to quebec i haven't really spent any time in the province um montreal definitely has that beef with the rest of the country with the english speakers uh but more so montreal hates toronto and torontonians there's just a huge beef between the two cities. Montreal hates Toronto Why? just for being Toronto. And Montreal hates, or Toronto hates Montreal because of the Canadians versus the Maple Leafs. <laughs> that's, that's the big deal. But the rest of Quebec still has an issue with French or with English speakers. I was have to um, say, Ontario is a little Montreal, more. Mind you, but but they do. Ontario like if you go to Quebec is City, the... you're going to get the same kind of ignorance. Oh, yeah, for sure. Uh, I feel like Ontario is the most Americanized of the provinces, and that is bound to rub lots of people the wrong way. That that rubs me the wrong way. Because <laughs> what, what part of America are you talking about? Uh, just the in general. The in general, like okay, if, so if you're going to find an ang, massive. if you're going to find an angry Canadian, you got better luck doing it on Ontario than any other province. Ah, no, man, I, I gotta disagree there. You, you clearly haven't spent enough time with Newfies. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh. If I mean, angry. Yeah, for some reason. Talking about the the homeland. Yeah. <laughs> for some reason with Newfoundland I I uh, uh, or or like Labrador or any of those up there I for I think of them as like their own little country. That's what they want to believe. But of course I, Quebec does too. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I remember like all that stuff. The entire eastern coast. Uh the entire eastern part. Any anything east of Ontario just is, wants to be its own thing. Yeah. But Brunswick. you like sell Nova Scotia to the states so we can have Oak Island. No. <laughs> <laughs> Nova Scotia is one of the fun ones. <laughs> I, I love Nova Scotia. It's pretty. Yeah. And there's Oak Island, which is like one of my obsessions. <laughs> and that famous curse. Yes. Indeed. So, so if you're ranking anger in Canada. It's kind of funny 
but you can start in BC, start in the West Coast, yeah. and the further along you go to the East Coast, the angrier Canada gets. <laughs> That's a... Well, okay. <laughs> the angry. Yeah. That's that's pretty much how it goes. Ontario's got some angry people, sure, but like, I, I wouldn't say it's the angriest in the country. Okay, and it really but depends it's like on I forget what we're angry about. <laughs> I forget um, MAGA. Um, I forget about uh, all of the eastern provinces. I don't know why. Like I remember, they're so small. Quebec, but Newfoundland, Labrador, Nova Scotia. Um, there's one more up there. There's two more. The, uh, New Brunswick. New Brunswick sounds like it should be a city. <laughs> and Prince Edward Island. Uh, yes. And that doesn't sound like it should count as a province. You don't count as a province. It's an island. You're an island. <laughs> <laughs> that's That's very true. oh man yeah so that's how did we even get on this conversation the joker jesus christ right because i was saying macabre (laughs) i'm a frenchie frenchie yeah she wow okay (laughs) i love these tangents we go on absolutely what else do we have (laughs) well speaking of cities we have city boy number three (laughs) uh and this is written by greg pock legendary writer in my opinion with art from minkyu young colors from sunny go and letters from wes abbott uh, and we pick up where we left off at issue two. Superman has shown up to uh, City Boy's side, Cameron. I forgot his name for a second. Uh, yes. To try to help him out with the situation that that's going, that he's got going on with uh, Doctor Mokari-san. And if you haven't figured it out by now, uh, he is from uh, Apocalypse, and he is most likely Mokari. Yeah, that's what I was thinking too, man. Yeah, I think the name was a dead giveaway. Um, right. Macari, Dr. McCarrison's whole plan is to use the powers that he gave to Cameron to control a city or speak to a city to use it to take over the planet. And as this metropolis formed or dragon, I guess, um, attacks Superman and flies away, it begins to technically terraform the borders of the city and all the grass and plant life into more city which is a really weird sentence but if if you you see it you'll know what i'm talking about right um and the whole idea is that when you terraform the whole planet into one city uh, it's going to include like fire pits steel and concrete nothing but just building uh, apocalypse War world. As soon as Superman uh, heard the term fire pits, he figured it out um, that Mokari Sun and Apocalypse have a lot to do with each other. Superman goes and tries to calm down this uh, dragon of Metropolis after tying up Mokari Sun and the various members of Intergang. 
but the dragon is just too powerful for Superman even and won't listen to him. He doesn't want to hurt it because he loves the city, but the dragon won't listen to him. I guess he needs more badges to train it. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, it, Charizard it, humor for you. It makes sense that Superman would try to talk to the city, though. I mean, and the oh, yeah. city seems to recognize him, but the way it was drawn, it almost looked like the city knew who it was, who Superman was, but couldn't understand what he was saying. Exactly. Which I thought to be able to say that in art is that's pretty damn. That that's very talented, very oh, yeah. talented. It it's it's very impressive. The art is actually really gorgeous too. Um. So after Superman fails, he flies off to grab Cameron, and brings him to the dragon to talk the dragon down. Cameron doesn't think he can do it, uh, but uh, the dragon listens to him anyway. As Cameron begins to have visions of the day his mother left him behind. And the dragon starts to uh, basically not not fall for Cameron, but like trust Cameron a little bit and takes him up for a ride. Very never-ending story style. Uh, following a vision of the cab that Cameron's Betrayal. mother drove off in, uh, leaving Metropolis, but the dragon cannot go any further. Uh, and the cab drives off out of sight. Uh, Cameron returns, the dragon reverts to a tiny form and uh, becomes a little more friendly uh, as Mokarison boom tubes himself away. Superman sits with Cameron to just be there for him uh, and gives him a little spiel about being a hero, but Cameron just wants nothing to do with it. He thinks his powers are a curse and it's not really going to help anyone. And as Superman decides to leave him be, uh, goes off to help repair some of the damage Cameron heads down and figures he can help out too. Yeah, but as he helps out a little bit, he instead leaves the dragon with his uh, his, his little friend who uh, uh, Fujimoto, and heads off towards the next city, following the vision of the cab his mother drove off in. Next up, Gloodhaven, which interesting. Interesting. I, I do find it very interesting, and I'll see where it goes. I'm not completely sold on this yet, I'll be honest with you. Um, but it is a good story so far. Uh, just the character and the plot, I need to see a bit more before I can really get into it and enjoy yeah. it. The way that they're weaving the city, the city together with Cameron is pretty cool. I mean, he can't. It's he. It, he doesn't just hear it and talk to it, but like when he connects it with it, it like he's a part of it. Yeah. Um. He can see the past of the city, which I think is just. I mean, talk about a million different stories that could come out of this, and. Not to mention all the secrets he would know, like secret identities. If that happened within a city, city boy could know all of it. Um, Metropolis is a pretty decent city, and that turned into a Yu-Gi-Oh! Dragon card. 
Um, oh, it did. It, it what, really did. What, <laughs> what will Blue Haven look like? Or hell, what happens if City Boy goes to Gotham? Those are terrifying ideas. So I imagine Gotham would be either a golem or a gargoyle. Oh, uh, definitely Haven, a giant gargoyle. Yeah. Yes. Haven, I want to, like... Like Everything in my Godzilla being just pirates, but that doesn't make sense. <laughs> Maybe like a kraken. Maybe. Yeah. That would have to be. I mean, it's. Is I don't think it's on enough water to go to a kraken. Oh, it's. It's supposed to be a port town. That's true, but. Unless they're all going to be dragons, as this is just going with mythology. Hmm. That could be possible. It could totally be possible. Rob, it looks like you're going to ascend. You were so bright white, you were glowing. <laughs> there you it's go. It's night! <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> but, um, also, I, I think that the idea that City Boy is on the move is good because we've got enough heroes in Metropolis. That was my complaint about uh, Hawk Girl showing up with um, Galaxy. Uh, in in Metropolis as well, there's more than enough characters there already. You can go, you know, live your own life in a different city. There's plenty of them out there. Yeah. Um, I think City Boy would make a cool reserve member of the Titans, but I don't want City Boy to be swallowed up in a team because I think the 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 the, the um. I think it it's I think it's working great as a solo. Um the art is really good. I really enjoy it. Um the detail work with those kinds of colors just set it off. Um the whole we are legends line is knocking it out of the park. I want to say it's all the fault of Monkey King. And I am so thankful for that. <laughs> So I was going to pitch something to you just now. Shoot. Uh, Before I f for forget, let me give yeah. let me give it an 8 out of 10. If I didn't, also an 8 out of 10 from me. Uh, now, tentative title, but Teen Titans International. All right? Oh. You have City Boy. Mm -hmm. You have Monkey Prince. You okay. have Bunker. Okay. You have Mazi Meadows. Mm. And you have um, Mazi Meadows. Yeah, the Minos? the twins that could run super fast. Oh, oh, oh! Yes, Minos. Yeah. Okay. Yes. And, and oh my God, what was the oh, Sideways. Sideways would be great. Okay. I'm okay with you putting him on any team now I know that's that's a very like 
gender specific team so far i do want to include some some female members but like that's just right off the bat those are characters i want to see more of so that's that's just why i picked those right now right. Um, miss miss martian miss martian is a very good one yeah needs to, to be in there again mars yep that would be great Black Alice will need a home when she comes back from the spirit world. Eventually, and she has the connection with uh, Monkey Prince as it is. Yep. Was it Monkey Prince or was it Sideways? Monkey Prince. Monkey Prince, yeah. Oh. It was in, 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 in Batman Red versus and Red Arrow. There you go. Yeah. Done. 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 International. Internet. I like it. Let's roll. Do you hear it, DC, since you definitely never take unsolicited ideas? Roll with it. <laughs> yep. <laughs> All right. So now we get into our last book for the show before we take a break and then go record our bonus subscriber-only show on our Discord uh, this is Justice Society of America, number five, part of the new Golden Age from Jeff Johns, among others. Uh, and as I said, this is written by Jeff Johns, with art from Mikhail Yanin and Jerry Ordway, colors from Jordi Belair and John Calise, and letters from Rob Lee. Uh, picking up where we left off in issue four, so many months ago, this book's been delayed a lot, but <laughs> what can you do? I think timeline-wise, it's starting to make a little sense, Ned. When we get to the end, you, you start to see why. Yeah, um, it's like if I'm sitting there reading it going, wow, it feels like it's been months since I read this. <laughs> yeah. well, it has. Well, it has. A Jeff Johns book. It's a curse. Even if it's not his fault, it's a curse that's going to follow him. And yeah, that makes sure. me so sad. You'll yeah. see. You'll see what I thought of this book when it's all said and done. All right. I'm, I'm scared, but <laughs> we, we will find out. Uh, so Huntress has met up with her father from the past, Batman, um, and they just have, in, in true bat fashion, have a staring contest uh, <laughs> and have conversations through text boxes saying that, oh, we said this and this and this, but then they don't actually say anything. Until she goes goes and gives him a hug with an I missed you so much, Dad. Uh, Dadman's like, you shouldn't have told me all of this. But before they can get too deep into uh, Bruce scolding his daughter for the very first time, according to him, uh, the Justice Society, current Justice Society, show up uh, with Madame Xanadu and Detective Chimp and the famed Snow Globe housing the Flashpoint universe uh, to basically put a stop to what's going on with her Degaton. And almost on cue, Perdegadon shows up and uh, invites various copies of himself as well. Uh, meanwhile, in his old laboratory from World War II, Stargirl and Jakeen Thunder are investigating, uh, trying to find something that belonged to him, but then they come across a kid version of Perdegaton, uh, who is who has been sent to kill them both. Uh, and it is as nasty as you think it is. This kid can fight. Uh, so can all the adult Perdegatons that are attacking the Justice Society. Madame Xanadu has a brief uh, vision of the future where Degaton wins and just takes over the whole planet 
but Dr. Fate intervenes uh, as his his fate is not visible to Degaton. Using the power of the snow globe uh, and time itself invites various versions of the Justice Society into the present from the past, the future, and otherwise even further into the future all to fight for Degaton and his copied army. Uh, and you see Oops. all sorts of people including ones you won't even recognize because they're that far into the future but right? it looks really freaking cool so cool <laughs> and then so three cool. generations of dr fate all fire a blast up for Degaton one more time and imprison him in the snow globe where you see thomas wayne batman martha wayne joker and the brand new robin whoa Harvey Dent's kid, whose name escapes me because it's been a while since. Flashback. Oh man, what is that kid's? Na- is it Garfield? Grover? Uh, Oz? I think it's something with an O. I don't or know. A D. But basically, he's Robin, yeah. and they're one big psychopathic family. Ooh, and <laughs> shit, man. Yeah. Um, and then the Perdegaton copies disappear as well as various members of the justice society from different times including the one that huntress is from uh, but huntress does not disappear with them uh, which is very curious and is then discovered that the future huntress came from is now gone thanks to her actions and that is why the members of her justice society disappeared uh, her power girl recognized her with a helena but it's too late now she's gone um why huntress is still there nobody knows but she intends to find out uh and then looking again in the present uh roundtable meeting of the current justice society uh is trying to figure out that same question what the what does this mean for the huntress but before they can get into that jay garrick hears the word dad and turns around to find Stargirl, the Hour Man of the Future, and his daughter of the past, Judy Garrick. No uh, and the trio are now showing up, fresh off the heels of Stargirl, the Lost Children, and the Jay Garrick's life will never be the same. Never so, ever. I'm fucking excited. For ever. Six. <laughs> How could you not be? Yeah, this it's been a fun series so far. As much as Jeff Johns pretty much has a stranglehold on Justice Society and has for the last twenty years, right? I'm not mad about that. Like he he writes good Justice Society. (laughs) Like it's it's good stuff to read. Um, And this is it's it's just no different. Like it's interesting. It's exciting. He gets the characters. He treats them with respect. Uh, and I just can't wait to see where he's going to go with this, with this whole um, bringing people from the past thing. Is oh my god, I can't wait! And Our Man is going to be on the team again. I I'm stoked. The art's fantastic. The story's really interesting. Eight point seven five out of ten. I'm getting so worked up. I'm almost ready to bump it up to a nine. Uh, I mean, m- me sitting there, and I'm. I'm reading this series and I'm thinking Degaton, that's what you went with? Alright, I mean, okay, a man out of time. That's alright. I can I can take that. 
but um, I wasn't thrilled. They took Degaton and upped the ante like crazy. Multiple iterations of the JSA, Dr. Fate, Jay Garrick, Alan Scott, Power Girl doubles. Um, I think it's cool how they trapped Degaton in Flashpoint like some kind of a Batman Phantom Zone. Yeah, <laughs> and I, when that thought crossed my mind, I um, I don't think I'll ever forget it. Now, 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 Flashpoint, now, Flashpoint, Batman is uh, is Batman Phantom Zone. Um, that's fair. <laughs> it's very fair. They called Power Girl Karen, but it's. Page, unless it was the other power girl who might be Karen still and probably is because she's from the past, but I can't tell. So anyway, was, that I happened. Was thinking about that. Um, <laughs> so yeah, time travel. <laughs> right. I want to say Speed Force. Ain't got to explain shit. But like, <laughs> so nice. Huntress's future doesn't exist anymore. So it was part of a timeline that was different. Um, when JSA started, Power Girl's backups and action comics had not started. So she was still going by Karen up until a couple of stories in when she became Paige. And that, that happened after Justice Society started. Um, and like behind the scenes wise, Jeff Johns maybe didn't get the memo at the time. Uh, so by the time he finished this script, he could have finished it months ago, long before that issue of Action Comics came out. So he didn't know Fair that Power Girl was going to go by the name Paige. But that's behind the scenes. In-universe, I'll say, timeline-wise, in it her timeline, Power Girl was still going by Karen. Yep. But now that her future timeline has been erased and Power Girl is now going by Paige, that's a new timeline where it's all different because her future's gone and now it can be remolded into something new which is Karen going by Paige. Right. And now there's somebody's past that is going through the exact same thing because Jay Garrick be like uh, I don't owe child support, right? Because <laughs> <laughs> all of a sudden he's got a kid that he's never had in any continuity as far as I am aware of. Um, oh, he has not. But he did vaguely remember her. Super, super cool. Um, besides the fact that the art in the JSA book looks like what should be the standard in modern traditional comic book art as far as I'm concerned, when I talk to you guys about comic book art, this is what I am talking about. And damn, does it look good. Lines, inks, sh shadows, colors, ev everything looks spot on in every panel. Um, the direction the Huntress will be headed in feels a little cloudy. Like maybe her character is going to take kind of a lesser importance even though she's a focus of the story yeah which makes me feel a little shaky on it but that's not the case here 
And I guess now this is where the JSA joins the dawn of DC. Um, Jesus, sweet titty Christ. This is just awesome. Um, (laughs) I can't say enough good things about the run, and it's only gotten better. Stargirl had me a little worried. Um, JSA, not at all. JSA number five is stellar, nine out of ten. Right on, and you've you've convinced me I might just join you nine out of ten as well. Yeah, <laughs> up man. that quarter point up. Why not? Oh, it's there's so much that's going to be going on. We can't introduce Judy without acknowledging the other children. What in good green earth has gone on with our man? We still have all of the Huntress shit to explore. It's, um... There's a lot. Hopefully hopefully seeing more of the future Justice Society would be be really cool. That would be. Um, Visiting those new... That new character and the next Doctor Fate and whatnot. That'd be awesome. But, man, yeah, I like it. I'm trying to, apparently, but I said I couldn't say enough good things about it. I'm just going to leave it at that. And um, it's weird. We only had three books this week. Yeah. So I guess it's not a top three. It's more like put them in order. (laughs) (laughs) We've been been putting top three of, like, everything, and then if you just want to hear about anything that we didn't review check out the bonus show oh that's yeah that's true but um well i guess with that i'll just start off the top three huh yeah all right well number three got an eight out of ten it was city boy number three continues to be impressive when i was adamantly opposed to the idea of a jack hawksmore knockoff and this this is anything but that um number two nine out of ten is a jsa number five it's stellar man it's jeff johns and it is forget everything that he's been attached to for the last seven years all of it this is peak jeff johns it's him at his very best and then number one an author that I never would have said, hey, I want you to write a Superman comic. Uh, Michael Dorn, Steelworks number three. You'll have to listen to the bonus podcast to figure this one out or at least find out what I think so. But that got a 9.5 out of 10 from this guy. And that is rare. Oh, I can't wait to get into Steelworks because you're going to be surprised. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, boy. Um, As far as a favorite moment, um, it feels like a a cheap answer, but that double-page splash of the whole JSA was just so damn pretty. 
Um, it was done so well that I just sat there and looked at it for a while. And while it's not one of those prints where I'd go out hunting for it, I sure as shit wouldn't wait to put it up on the wall if somebody bought it for me. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> um, all right, my top three um quickly is night terrors joker number three quite honestly really enjoyed the humor in that one uh and it it just did enough for me to get a high enough score number two i had jsa just talked about it gorgeous book uh number one is not steelworks <laughs> it's surprisingly even for me night terrors batman and, and you'll find out why later on but there, there's there's some stuff there that really put it over for me, yeah. and it has nothing to do with night terrors. So <laughs> All you, right. you find out uh, in our bonus show when you subscribe to our Discord. Um, yeah, and surprise uh, even me. I you sound confused and excited as well of my number one. I'm I'm yes. I want to know what the hell. Why you say I'm surprised about Steelworks and why in the hell you would pick Night Terrors Batman? Hell, I would pay two ninety nine just to find out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, speaking of which, everybody, this is the wrap up. It is the end of the show. Two ninety nine will get you access to that bonus show. Go to the website, thegeekmatrixpod.com. It'll take you everywhere you need to go. Discord to sign up. Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and Twitch. Uh, it's, it's everywhere. You can read our comic book text reviews on there. And we are once again expanding our indie corner to be an indie block as soon as possible. Uh, so keep your eyes peeled for that. Those are free as always, and you will be able to get it right there on our website. Um, yep. So that's it. And um, all right, I go before we go. I yes, just sir. Give a shout out to people in the chat. How's it going? We have a few viewers right now. Zero one Ella A underscore OK and Kata if I pronounce all those right. How's it going? Thanks for joining us. It's good to see you in the chat. And uh, if, you're, if you're there, type a hi. Or a howdy howdy. Yeah. In either case, we will be coming back every Thursday night at 5 o'clock to do just this. You can catch us on YouTube. You can catch us on Twitch. The video podcasts and audio podcasts will be available the next day along with the bonus episode that is only available on our Discord server. Um, that's it. That's the show. Once again, thank you listeners for uh, hanging around and checking out this stream. We are getting out of here, so that means you are going to have to uh, as well. Um, so be careful out there. And remember, in the Geek Matrix, you are not alone.